I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have uh, the High School Fan Zone coming up at 7 featuring Clint Scott. Hour and a half program today, so uh, Ben filling in for him today on the board because, uh, you know, and make, Clint is delicate and, and can't... Make him do seven and a half yeah. hours straight on the radio. <laughs> it's probably been done before, but and he's probably done it before, but... We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments throughout the program on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at double t dot com. Uh, or through the Double T 97.3 mobile app <clears throat> presented by Happy State Bank. The World Series matchup has been decided. The Diamondbacks beat the Phillies uh, last night in Philadelphia. And so uh, Rangers, Diamondbacks. And Ra- Not, uh, I don't know that anybody would have predicted <laughs> that before the season. And Rangers, uh, Rangers, the betting favorite. To win this thing, how does that make you feel? There, there's your, there's your. Uh, if you've, if you've been embracing this whole underdog thing, then uh, now you're, you're the Goliath favorite here. Yeah, it's weird because, <clears throat> you know, were, were it, were it not for their kind of late summer swoon, right? I, I don't know that you could really played the under, uh, underdog card with the Rangers this year. Now, relative to how they were perceived entering the season, relative to you know what they were the last few years, for sure. Um, but, you know, run differential-wise, still one of the most impressive seasons in the regular season, even though they didn't finish uh, first in the division. And, you know, again, were it not for that kind of late July, kind of August... I don't know, meltdown or down period or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they'd probably be, uh, well, they would have had maybe a, uh, you know, a buy through the the wild card round. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this D-backs team's interesting. Uh, I wouldn't have given you a a nickel for their chances after the two, the first two games. Yeah, I mean, back to run differential. They're negative. On the season, regular season at least, they were minus 15. Man, that really is amazing. And they, you know, now, now they've, I, I'd be interested in seeing that over the, you know, maybe second half of the season or whatever, because some of their younger players started to factor in, like Brandon Fott that pitched last night, their starter. You know, what's so impressive about them is, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good offense there for the Phillies. And, Late in those games, you know, like like, and you say this about a lot of teams. Although what that's it's it's certainly been a postseason formula for the Rangers that they've they've pitched well. You know, the the pen has pitched way better than it did during that swoon you just that August swoon you talked about. But 
those guys, uh, you know, th- those cats from the D-backs, and you, you know, I I follow MLB maybe maybe closer than most. Not not by no means am I doing a, a segment on MLB.com tonight or anything, but and and the D-backs run some dudes out there at the end of games, and I'm like, now who's this guy? You know, like I need to I'll look him up and try to get a feel for it, like. You know, college guy that maybe a name I've heard of or whatever. It's like, nope, I got nothing. And then all that dude does is go out and just hammer breaking balls on the, you know, just paint and dial up Trey Turner type players that are just fantastic. And, uh, you know, these D backs, you don't want to play from behind. You don't want to get to the sixth inning down four to two because it may, may be an uphill climb, but, um, you know they and they really it hadn't been just lights out starting pitching from them, but they can they can they can put a squeeze on you at the end of games for sure. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double t ninety seven three dot com. Someone has this in the chat line. Let's go D backs. I'm a lifelong fan. Well, all right. How about that? I mean that's cool if if I don't know if that's just trolling or if it's for real. Well, but that's, I I checked their uh, chat history to see if maybe they were just kind of a messing, uh, goofing with this an Astros fan that, or whatever. <laughs> a jaded, but ass, no, this was jilted. their first uh, their first ever chat. So they, right. they you know and it's that's cool though. And they're uh, you know I know people that are Rangers fans but are also Broncos fans or Phoenix Suns <laughs> fans. Um, so, you know, they could be a sure. D-backs fan for some reason. Uh, this is in the chat line. Someone says the D-backs. Oh, man. Autocorrect might get some folks. <laughs> and uh, it might get me as a result. Uh, but they say the Diamondbacks in six. Big Mo is too strong. Ooh. They're uh, <clears throat> an interesting club. And I've said this several times this summer. You've heard this, AD, that. This is the Amarillo Sod Poodles. It's their, you know, they're the double A affiliate of the Diamondbacks. And if you doubt that people are sitting around full of regret, but if you did go to a game the summer of 22, you might have seen more of these guys than you remember, including the National League Rookie of the Year that's running around in center field for them. I mean, he hadn't won that award, but most think he will. Corbin Carroll. Brandon Fott was pitching for them last summer, and he's pitching Game Seven last night, starting Game Seven. I mean, it's just yeah, it's and that that's kind of the fun thing about having a a minor league team in your town because you get to connect with the young guys, or you know, buy in on their career and go, hey, that's our guy, you know, and they get called up, and I'm sure there's Frisco fans going, yeah, hey, we watched Josh Young for a whole summer or whatever that was a couple years ago. Uh, that that's that's the fun of all that, but these D-backs. They run some dudes out there that if you hadn't really been paying attention, you never heard of them. And then they're really, really good. And they were fearless over this last stretch in Philly against a you know a loud, fun, rocking ballpark, and they quieted that place down. So you, at some point, you got to tip your cap and respect it. Are you excited about this? I've seen some Absolutely. people uh, nationally kind of. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I saw that too, and it you know that stuff bothers me um and ad it's i think that is a conversation that's akin to the conversation that you and i've had about you know if the sec 
football season one of these years doesn't have a Bama or an LSU at the top over here and a Georgia or Florida at the top over here. Yeah, it's kind of a down year. You know, if it's South Carolina versus uh, Auburn sure. or whatever, something's not wrong with the SEC this year. And it's, it's you know, it's a sl- and, and we got that when Texas Tech in 2019 played in the championship game against Virginia. How many times did we hear, ah, this game blah, blah, blah. end up being an overtime thriller? More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus. I'm Aaron. We're joining today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Our friend, the D-Backs fan, says this. No trolling, 100%. It's going to be a great series. I like it. How about that? Oh, I'd love cool. to hear uh, how you became a D-backs fan. Are you were you born in Arizona? Right, like your childhood Is there out some there. Kind or of personal man? connection. Cool. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm I'm here for any anytime somebody's got like a, a good organic connection to their team. It's cool, right. you know. Like mine's generational. I've, as best I can tell, I'm a fourth generation Cardinals fan. I'm sure there's people like that from Phillies and Cubs and some of those legacy teams, but. You know that, uh, relatively speaking, a new organization like the uh, D-backs. Uh, you know, you could still be someone our age and have grown up on them. Certainly, your age that have, that grew up on them. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Who are the Savannah Bananas affiliated with? <laughs> not affiliated. They're kind of a Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, if that's not obvious. Uh, you know, because and really, that's a that's a pretty dang good analogy. Um, because you know they sort of they do dances in the middle of pitches like they couldn't do what they do because those would be like balks and you know but they're playing a bunch of former college type players or whatever and they'll come around and and uh, play exhibitions against your team and the umps are kind of in on the fun you know when they strike somebody out the ump does a dance and stuff so it's it's all uh but yeah, that's very, very much of a of a Harlem Globetrotter set thing. And I've we I've watched a couple of things on TV, and it it looks like it's a lot of fun. But don't don't go there thinking it's and they're good players. It's just like the Globetrotters; they're good players. But don't go there thinking it's uh, you know that you're going to get watch a bunch of future professionals, right? Well, major leaguers, yeah, major. No, no, absolutely not. But but yeah, a bunch of dudes that are having a blast doing what they're doing and. Cool stuff. More, uh, more entertainment than yeah, sport. You bet. And it's yeah, it's it's entertainment around a sport that you might like, like be it basketball. What would be the worst sport I mean, for that? You got the one dude. You got the one dude pitching on stilts. You know, you've seen right. that. The one dude bats on stilts. Uh, football would be pretty bad. Like you couldn't really Harlem Globetrotters football. Yeah, it'd be tough. Um, um, might, somebody might be creative enough to come up with a hockey type thing you know it would probably be a or hockey or soccer type thing mm-hmm. it would look a lot like the globetrotters you know at some point you got to have the other team be in on it with regard to you know when you're when they're out there juggling at second base or or, or juggling the basketball or doing whatever that they're not going over there and fouling the guy or, you know it's like hey let him let him twirl the thing over his head or whatever and shoot the half court hook shot you know, Bill says I had a great time in Tampa watching the Savannah Bananas in May. Nice. 
um, our uh, our resident D-back fan. And if you want to come up with a nickname, you know, we'll use that. Name yourself. Yeah. Um, but they say, had family living out in Arizona, moved out there after high school for four years. It was too hot for me. Moved back to Lubbock, got married, have three kids now. It's been 22 years since our last championship. This D-backs team plays a lot of small ball and leads the majors in defense. Yeah, they're good defensive. They've got pretty good team speed. Um, and they can pitch. They can certainly pitch late in games. The, the Rangers, I think if the Rangers beat them, they beat them by smothering them. You know, by just a three-run homer in there, and 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 they play from ahead in a way that that neutralizes some of the D-back strengths. And the Rangers are probably of the two teams are probably more capable of that three-run homer and a little bit more lethal through the lineup. But you know, you don't want to play behind this D-backs team because they're 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 the back end of their pen is pretty good. They closed down what five innings last night. This in the chat line. Why do you have to be a fan of a team just because you're from the same place? You don't. Well, you, you don't. I mean, obviously, there's no law against any of it. Um, I, yeah, you know, I, like like Gus. I mean, you, you weren't. Uh, I don't. Have you ever lived in St. Louis? I mean, you've lived around there, like in yeah, Illinois. First few months of my life, right. and then we moved to Southern Illinois, three kind of three hours away or whatever. But. I mentioned but this yesterday. You're a multi generation yeah, Cardinals yeah. fan, yeah. And and going to visit grandparents in the summer and going to games. And and I think I mentioned that yesterday that a lot of a lot of times, not an exclusively, but when kids are introduced to games with you know, by going to game introduced to a sport and a team by going to games as a child, it's a powerful you know, if you're if you're if you're doing the regression in your research, it's a powerful indicator of why are you a fan of the Rangers, Astros, D-backs, Cardinals, Cowboys, Mavericks, sure. whatever? You know, Chris Level grew up going to Mavericks games, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't I right about that? Yep. And so, you know, that's a pretty strong pull. And he, you know, he lived with, what, 30, 45 minutes down the road or whatever, so that makes sense. But the other thing I think about the geography of it is uh, certainly in this day and age, and even, even when I was a kid and a young adult, come home from Little League practice, AM 790 back then. Back then, KFYO was carrying the Rangers game. Just put the Rangers game on the way home. Dad, can we listen to the Rangers game? Yeah, because I couldn't satellite radio anything or whatever. It was couldn't just, stream it on your phone. Yeah, and then we got home a little bit later. What was it called? HSE, Home Sports Entertainment, and then Fox Southwest, now Bally. You know, the ability to tune into your region's team in a way that you know, I'm, I'm a Cardinals guy first and foremost, but over time I've come to root for these Rangers because I've been exposed to them. I was watching all the 4,000 strikeout for Nolan and all that stuff, you know, and and Chris Level, who loves professional basketball and NBA, and you, same way, you're a Rockets guy. He's a Mavericks guy because you like the sport and, you know, your team is probably somebody you got to watch how many games a year, 20, 30 games a year on TV? I mean that that's kind of how how that should be. It doesn't always have to happen that way because there's Dallas Cowboy fans in Philadelphia that have never, you know, and people out here will grab about Longhorn T-shirt Longhorn sure. type people and T-shirt Sooner fans or whatever, and you know that that just fall in love with a brand and that happens too. This in the chat line, uh, my brother R.I.P. was a Cardinals fan simply because his little league team was the <laughs> Cardinals. There you go. Was his team for life. Uh, Tyler says this, who cares who you root for unless you're from Dumas and like the Spurs? 
I guess that's directed at the, I, I uh, always our have Joyce. a uh, <laughs> I always get a kick out of and this is mostly just in Texas how you know you, you can be a Spurs fan and just you can hate Dallas and you hate the Mavericks and <laughs> stupid Metroplex and da 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 and then Cowboys season rolls around and, and you go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. And right? then the Rangers. Love Dallas. Yeah, the yeah, Rangers. And then the Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, come like on. Little, Give me a break. little regional villain, villain, villainism. Uh, <laughs> this on the H Flooring Center chat line uh, from our resident Diamondbacks fan. My pro teams are all over the place. I'm a Jets fan, too. Ooh. Old enough to watch football. Always went for the Jets. Family are all Cowboys fans. See, I feel like, I mean... I don't. I don't know this person. Maybe they have lived in New York. I'm guessing not. But like, no one can give you any crap for being a Jets fan, no matter yeah. where you live, right? Like, not if you, if you voluntarily it. choose to emotionally invest <laughs> in the New York Jets, hey, I, I'm going to treat you as if you grew up going to those games, right? Uh, painting your face green, going to the draft and booing. I mean, as far as I know, I mean, that's. That's subjecting yourself <laughs> to torture for, yeah, that's awesome. um, for no reason. They drafted good Ken O'Brien, and you're still mad about it. This person says, so happy for my mom in Abilene, who's a lifelong Rangers fan. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, this in the chat line, it's hard to be a fan of a team that isn't local. There have been many times I wish I weren't a Tech fan. Can't root for anybody <laughs> else, though. Yeah, no, I've plenty of hard times. Um, more Tech talk. Next. Ben, you've changed. Stupid Metroplex and stupid Metroplex. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented Love to hear what you have to say on the Exploring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. We'll have a high school fan zone hosted by Clint. At 7 on 100.7 The Score, featuring coaches from Friendship, Cooper, and Liberty. It's actually Tommy again tonight. What? Yeah. Surprise. So are you just back? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you and go. better than ever. Oh, bah, I missed it. Do you want me to leave bah, bah, yeah, bah. I do. Uh, and- get this thought on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, in the 60s, visiting my grandmother, I always listened to the Astros. Years later, when I visited my mom, she always had the Rangers on. I've always been torn between the two. Glad to see one of them in the series. What was the the, the last or the first World Series in seven years where the Dodgers or the Astros have not been involved? Oh, wow. Yeah, that, you're probably right about that. Um, someone else says this became a Red Sox fan in elementary school because of the game RBI baseball on Nintendo. Nice. <laughs> Jim Rice hit dingers on that game. So I was always them. <laughs> yes. We, me and my brother-in-law, when we first got married, there was some, I can even Tony LaRusa baseball or I don't know something. My brother-in-law. When we first got yeah, married, my wife and I first got married, he, he had a, he I'll had a, my love how Nintendo <laughs> thing or something. And it was uh, it was MLB players, and he would he I think it was just kind of two All Star type teams or something. But I was always drafting the Cardinal Speed Burner guys, and 
he he always ended up and he would always get like Dennis Eckersley and this was a early 90s thing and so it's like man you better be playing from ahead when it got to Eckersley because he would give him like that one inning it was like that little that little video game arm <laughs> like just press the button now because you weren't hitting it you know like if if and it like if if that if that in that little computer game would throw a 20 mile an hour pitch you swing about three times and the, yeah so that was uh but he and i would go out there for christmas it was like all right best of seven you know over the over the course of the week you know go over there three or four times and sit down and get a good thing we can get two in today before the babies wake up you know that kind of stuff someone asked this is the tech a&m game going to be televised or on the radio this weekend no uh the exhibition game um on Sunday will not be streamed or broadcast uh, on, I think, any yep. media. I think you're right. Um, and I think that's the, uh, um, I think that's the nature of these scrimmages. I mean, remember the first few times they did it, they weren't letting anybody in, right? I mean, these things would just take place in an empty gym with the two teams. Isn't that right, AD? Well, they have the secret scrimmages. Right. That, that's what I'm But, I mean, to. I think exhibitions have been fairly – because, I mean, Lady Raiders have had exhibitions before at the okay. USA, and I think Tech has too. I'm, I'm probably confusing secret them with those scrimmage, secret yeah. scrimmages. But, the uh, yeah, and, and, you know, some of, the, some of these games, once they pay the refs and pay the venue or whatever, the, the, the proceeds go to a charitable deal or whatever. And I think this one's in – the, in the Tech A&M thing going to Hawaii – Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Support proceeds, Maui fire yeah. relief efforts. Yeah, and I don't. I don't. Like, I would assume that if you for fans in the Denton area, I would assume that's not like some big hefty price tag to go to that theme, whatever. Um, I don't know how much they are, but tickets can be purchased at usportsgroup.com. dot com. There you go. Like the the letter U. Yeah, the letter yeah. U. Let's see how much are these tickets. Uh. Uh, just, just give me a number, man. <laughs> you to create. Yeah, seven. you can get lower bowl tickets for thirty-five bucks. Oh, all right, a little more than I would have guessed, but. And you know, it's at the UNT Arena, mm-hmm. so you think that the Super McCaslin would, uh, you know, have a little bit of familiarity with that place. Uh, this in the chat line. We just scrimmaged UTEP over the weekend. Yes, that was one of the secret scrimmages. Mm-hmm. And though it's, I mean. And secret is such a joke because almost as soon as that thing ends, you know, Jeff Goodman or John Rothstein or, you know, insert college basketball insider here, Matt Norland, uh, Matt Norlander, I guess, like, hey, hey, so-and-so uh, beat such-and-such by four points in a secret scrimmage. Yeah, somebody on the end of the bench or down there on the SID media relations table or something sneaking a little oh, backdoor yeah. text, to, you know, in, in the same way that Goodman's the first one to find out about, uh, you know, Fardal's Amax foot foot broke thing, you know, the the broken bone this time last year. Like, wait a minute, how how are we hearing about that from him? This in the chat line. Uh, did you hear Choice's dad joke earlier? It's worth repeating. What's the difference between a Minute Maid hot dog and a Globe Life hot dog? You can still buy a Globe Life hot dog. Ranger fan, LOL, all caps. I think uh, I thought that came from Sneed's yeah, pastor. Yeah, that came from Sneed. Yeah, mm. I happened to be in the car when that when that came. Choice read it, but it came from Sneed, and it was from Sneed's. Uh, 
Sneed's pastor and this free money. Oh, so it didn't even come. Okay, well, still so great two joke. different people. Oh, yeah. It doesn't a matter joke. how no. it got here. The fact well, is, the joke is in the world. Proper, yeah, that's true. Proper, yeah, easy and easily to re, easily repeatable to you know your your Astros buddy Steve, uh, but the uh, yeah suck it Steve. Just, and, and I think there was proper attribution given at the time, but once it gets repeated a few times, then it's well, uh, choice. I don't think. Gave proper attribution. <laughs> just, I think. You just want to just go ahead and put that out? Well, I mean, like, if if he had given proper attribution, this person wouldn't have said Choice's dad joke. He would have been very clear, hey, guys, this is not my joke. I'm just repeating it. Right? You should ask Choice, what's he the difference never. between a Houston gazpacho <laughs> and a Dumas gazpacho? <laughs> ceviche doesn't or ceviche. matter. Yeah. Gazpacho probably won't make you sick. <laughs> what's the... What is the, the, no, the first, story like, there? Why would you ever buy ceviche in Dumas? No, I agree. Right? Well, yeah. he did and got food poisoning. Oh, Imagine really? Yeah. Like the biggest oh, so I was going to say, is there a story or, there? It's kind of yeah. like the mess around and find out. Yeah, yeah. what's he thinking? Uh, this in the chat line, does anyone know how the UTEP scrimmage went? Uh, I have not seen like a box score or anything, or even really a, uh, a final score. Um, McCaslin said that he thought that it went really well. You know? I mean, that, that can mean a number of different things. Yeah. And I... Another component, too, is these exhibitions, or these secret scrimmages, rather, aren't always, and most often they're not, they're not just straight-up games, right? It's right. a lot of simulated stuff, um, a lot of, you know, some situational stuff. And so um, while they do keep score and they do keep stats, it's not always just super indicative of, hey, th- this team won a, you know, a standard college basketball game. For what but- it's worth. Uh, Red Raiders won by eight in the secret okay. scrimmage. Clearly going to the Elite Eight. Like the clearly, <laughs> like the uh, it'd be like the football scrimmage where they're going to do, you oh, know, yeah, red ten zone, planes from yeah, red 100%. zone, yeah, that kind of stuff, or yeah, two minute warning kind of stuff, or they or they just script those situations, which is great, and you want to win those things, you want to win more than you lose, no doubt. I look at this in the Yates Floor Ring Center chat line. Uh, someone said that we won by ten and shot three for twenty four from three. Ouch. You know what? That sounds about right. I, you know what? I need something to worry about right now, and so I just got it. Oh, my God, we can't make threes. Again. You know, more tech talk next. <laughs> Me and my brother-in-law when we first got married. <laughs> the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the H Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. This in the chat line, how about the dirty fighting Sunny Cumbies? Um, I, I did not watch, admittedly, a lot of their uh, loss last night to New Mexico State. Um, so I, was there some other kind of, you know, poor conduct there that I missed? I don't know. Uh, but that dropped La Tech to 3-6 and six overall. They're 2-3 and three in conference play. And, you know, it's – you look at it, it kind of reminds you of tech season in a way, because I mean, I think four of their six losses have been by one score. I mean, they, they've been in a lot of these games. They're not getting blown out. Um, I mean, even their, their loss in Lincoln uh, to Nebraska, that just a two, two score game. 
Um, but on the wrong end of it against New Mexico State, uh, lost by eight at Middle Tennessee State the week before, uh, lost at home by a touchdown to Western Kentucky, lost by a field goal uh, to North Texas. Um, you know, they're in the games. Yep. They just can't finish. They, they just uh, just a, a little pinch away from getting over the getting over the hump. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Aaron, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm excited. Uh, Bonus Kid has a uh, has their first uh, band concert this evening. Uh, the Halloween costume nice. or co- Halloween concert where they're encouraged. Yeah. Um, where they're encouraged to wear costumes, and so he's going as Macho Man Randy Savage. My idea, and will be handing out Slim Jims. Also, my idea. Good, gotta know. Do Clint. the parents get addressed too? Like, are you going as Hulk Hogan? No, he's no. gonna go as Harry Back Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he was a jobber that <laughs> Macho Man faced back in the day. So I'm gonna <laughs> a jobber. I don't know what the other kids are going to be dressing up as. I think you're gonna have to work really hard to beat Macho Man Randy Savage. With Slim Jims? You nailed, you nailed it. I'm going like, to give you guys a full report tomorrow. The prop advice, the prop advice, it may have uh, pushed it over the top. I is think there so. an actual contest, or is it, are you just No, just it's a anecdotal? contest. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't nice. know what the prize is. It's not. So he needs to not have given away all the Slim Jims this morning in first period. Well, like, luckily, the, the band concert is at 6. Oh, and so yeah. he'll be back home and then... Uh, Mrs. D will take him up there, and then I'll meet them there. there so, you go. so he need because like when the judging is happening, I don't know who's judging or how that will work, but like the slim gyms to go to the judges, yeah. Like you, that's there's the move. And you know whatever the pretty girl in English class or however he's got that thing working out. Mrs. But, D wanted to uh, him to go as Popeye uh, because when he was a baby, they dressed him up as Popeye, and she wanted to like I don't know reproduce some uh-huh. old picture or something. But that's not going to win any contest, uh-huh. so. Also, if Slim Jims happen to make it back to the studio on Thursday, probably won't. Okay, well, um, but if they do, I'll I'll bring some for Gus. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> really nice of you. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I, it's going to be a fun time. And so tomorrow, when we get a band recap, Clint, the music bed for that. How about just one of those? Right there, it is. <laughs> Well, no, that'll be Tuesday for the third-place yeah, playoff game. That's right. That'll be the good football recap. The frozen tundra of the band stage. <laughs> what's the what's the deal that keeps the time? The metronome. metronome? Yeah, yeah, just give me a metronome uh, in the background tomorrow. Could you imagine that for an entire show? That would drive you nuts. Just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, TN Raider says this. I was a Cubs fan growing up thanks to my dad. Took a lot of crap for it in school and loved watching them suck because it was my, uh, it was me and my dad's thing. Since COVID, I don't think I've watched an inning. It took the excitement out of baseball for me. I've been watching the Rangers since Josh got pulled up and now consider myself a Rangers fan. I'll wear the bandwagon side if need be, but I cannot wait for Friday. I, uh, here's your sign. Love it. I think the, um, a lot, and I, I don't know that Texter's age, but may, if he's, you know, seventy six. No, if, if he's uh, your age, okay, then we might thirty nine. We might be able to look at it as his father might have grown up watching WGN on cable. 
because you know, a lot of people out in this part of the world that came to the Cubs was through their WGM broadcast. And I think, if I remember correctly, those started here in about 82, maybe 83, right as Harry Carey came over. Maybe a year. I think Harry came over a year after we started getting them here because the very first year I was exposed to Cubs broadcasts here, just getting it through the local cable option, was uh, Jack Brickhouse was still on the call, and that was pre-Harry Carey. But I think a lot of a lot of my buddies my age that, that came to the Cubs did so around the time that, you know, the Wrigley deal looked fun, and a bunch of them took a trip to Wrigley at some point, you know, college road trip, family deal, dad and son type thing. And, uh, you know, just fell in love with it in a way that you're, that we described earlier, AD, where you're like, there's no regionality to this, but you grew up with it on the, in the living room the entire time. It's fun stuff. Uh, this just in, uh, this is not, this is not NBC worthy. Sorry. Uh, Mel Tucker has been found responsible for sexually harassing and exploiting prominent activist Brenda Tracy, uh, Michigan State's hearing officer, and I, I don't know what that means, uh, deemed Tucker's account less plausible, less consistent, and less supported by the evidence than hers. Um, you know, I don't, it doesn't mean anything, like, legally. Probably not great for his... Uh, lawsuit in terms of trying to recoup some of the money that uh, he thinks he's owed but that's kind of the latest uh, checkbox. What are you eating? Is that beefaroni? <gasps> Close? Clam chowder? Green chili chicken soup. Which uh, oh, wow. Lobster, okay. lobster bisque? Homemade? Mm -hmm. oh, oh. I was going for lobster bisque. You yada yada the bisque? It's Dumas lobster bisque. Mm. <laughs> Like, does that mean it's just like grasshoppers in there, or like? Yeah, pretty instead much. Instead of, <laughs> yeah, it's a Dumas lobster. Um, I found the wishbone of the grasshopper. My wish is to be good not chilly go to weather hospital. coming up. Like the high on Monday is like forty-five. Yeah, we're supposed to get our first freeze maybe on Halloween. I got to go take care of those. Got to get all the all the edible bananas and peppers and jalapenos and stuff out of my little little uh garden back there because the first freeze will do them in it's important that you get all your edibles out of there yes well i mean uh, <laughs> sadly they're just uh banana is fine banana what what the banana peppers it's every red raiders favorite podcast this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. Would love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Um... You think Texas is good enough to keep going the Rangers, without yeah. Quinn Ewers? Oh, the no, Longhorns. Longhorns, sorry. Um, you know, when that injury took place, AD, as I don't answer your question just for a second here, 
I thought that's, three hours. That looks fine. like the same thing that old Baron Morton had, mm-hmm. like kind of AC. And I, I don't know exactly, but I think you know the the AC on the throwing shoulder. The first thing that I because as it happened, I was in the Austin at the time. I was in Austin at the time and got to hear the collective, <gasps> but uh, the the throwing shoulder. Like, hey, uh, fellas, that's going to be a little more naggy than you may want it to be. Now, you'll also hear all of them going, get ready, Arch. I'm like, hey, Arch isn't starting this game. I'd like to be the other guy. I guess the other guy needs to be a competitor about the whole deal. Like, but that's pretty good number three QB to have over there, although he is a true freshman. You don't think folks would like to take a shot at him, do you? Um, yeah, I would I would assume that they can uh, hold it together a I minute. Mean, I don't know that this is just a brutal stretch in their schedule. No, it's is really it? not. Yeah. I mean, they have BYU this weekend. God, I'd love to play those dudes again. And, uh, you know. Yeah, in Austin. B- BYU yeah. should not be a problem. It, it would be a, a gigantic meltdown if Texas somehow lost that game. Agree. Kansas State the following week is interesting. Yeah, um, That game is in Austin. So it, it could be a lot more interesting if it was in Manhattan. Um, but... You know that'll that'll be a bit of a test. I don't know that at TCU was going to be uh, the challenge that I think that we kind of thought it might be before the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at Iowa State, November eighteenth, if Quinn Ewers is still out for that game, that's a game that has my interest. Not because I think Iowa State is some great team, although they are, you know, tied for second in the Big Twelve at three and one. Uh, but we know what those games are like up there. In mid-November. And wouldn't you love it if that game was played in eight-degree temperatures? Just yeah. To, just to see so, what happens there. Um, and then I don't I don't see any reason why or any um, reason to think Tech could give them a game at the end of the season, whether Mur- Murphy plays or Quinn mm-hmm. Ewers. Because I don't – Yeah, I understand. I hope you're wrong, but I understand. Sure, I do. I hope I am too. I know. Um. This on the chat line. Uh, Texas lost that game against Houston. The officials gave it to them. They are still overrated. Um, someone else. Any word on red black baseball series? Gus, who would be in your starting lineup? Oh, you know, guys, uh, <laughs> listeners, I'm normally this time of year. I'm I'm over there for every weekend thing I can be, but it's usually the customarily in the past have been Friday, Saturday, Sunday scrimmages like five weekends in a row. But they've switched those this year to like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and so I have seen zero scrimmages. Yeah, they did that just so that you couldn't go. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm not. Sometimes it feels personal like that as as much as I enjoy getting out there to see that stuff. Like, how, but, can uh, we, how can they we schedule it now, me? Gus won't come. <laughs> yeah, that's probably right. The, uh, but uh, So I haven't seen anything, and, and I really uh, – I, I couldn't even guess. I, I would tell you that I think Bazell's going to move by, from third base to behind the plate. I've heard great things about the uh, Gonzaga transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone, and I and I couldn't tell you if he's getting two hits of scrimmage or if I just hear about the two 450-foot home run tanks that he's hit down the street to the, you know, Frazier Pavilion. Uh so, so I don't know, but I've heard really good things about him, like bona fide middle of the lineup bat. Uh, of course, Cash at first. Uh, sounds like Austin Green's running around in in the outfield. 
this year, which he was the second baseman last year. Um, um, you know, Gage Harrelson will be back. I would assume he'd be in center field. Um, you know, you still got uh, Washburn, who you know I assume would play right field. You know, he he missed a, he got a really slow start last year, and then had that and got started heating up, and then dove for that ball and broke his or dislocated elbow or whatever it was, and missed you know the better part of the remainder of the season. So he's back. So you have Harrelson, Washburn, probably a pretty good competition for left field. Uh, I would imagine Austin Green. Um, would be in that conversation for the DH position. Uh, heard really good things about Tristan Pompey, freshman shortstop. Uh, Great good, name, yeah, it really is. It really is. And uh, and so now, I, you know, me saying I'm hearing good things about him doesn't mean that he's ready to come in and shove everybody out of the way. The Sanders kid, who was a true freshman last year, that had the back injury and was basically just redshirted and taken off the roster drafted out of high school two years ago uh has been playing a bunch of of shortstop as well um and and second base you know there's um i think that's where um oh help me with last year's night the kid that was should have been a 12th grader should have been senior in high school last year shortstop not not burns not burns but yes lopez has been playing uh, apparently more second base this year. Yeah, good job, big boy. You those, all those frees you came to the booth and got clearly must have been smart pills for you. Uh, I get I get the doctor title now, right? Yeah, that's the way it goes. You can, you can yeah. have it. Yeah, I assume it's like man, I'm not giving you the diploma off my wall, but I am I am here for you. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Use it, man. Uh, no, I that that was transfer from spree. Yeah, I, right. I don't think so. You, Big, you know, and the whole box at a time, and then all the and then the case that I brought in here and sat down on those other things, the Smarties or whatever those things were. What were those things? Really looking forward to baseball season again. By the way, for candy season, <laughs> yeah, as I've started to refer right. to it, Spree, the spreezing, baseball spreezing, yes. Only only interested in home games. Well, that's not what I gave you. I gave you some sprees. So what were those other things? Um, you gave me um, sixteen boxes of kids. yeah. Cab- yeah. Uh, what'd you say? Sour Patch Kids? I sort of say Cabbage Patch Kids. You did not give me Cabbage Patch Kids. I know. What a weird thing to get. Gus starts bringing you Cabbage Patch Kids and My Little Ponies. <laughs> I thought you yeah. wanted a Furby. I don't understand. <laughs> Anybody, uh, any of you two uh, delicious little morsels got any uh, got any uh, Halloween antics planned? Mm-hmm. We can talk about that in the next segment. I know you don't, Dickens, but I'm, I thought I'd ask. It should give you a chance to respond. I'm Clint, that's a question for you. We'll you do it after the break. You gave didn't let him actually answer. Like, ah, I'm just kidding. After ah. the break. After the break. After the break. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.